Before we begin, please refer to the disclaimer and link in the podcast notes, and note that all opinions expressed in this podcast are intended for informational purposes only and should not be treated as investment or financial advice. Welcome back to the Collective Shift YouTube channel. Uh, I'm your host, Ben Simpson, founder of Collective Shift, and today we have Will from the Mining Store and Imperial Wealth coming on to give us our first uh, crypto mining update we're going to do these monthly uh will might be you and i might be some of our analysts that are jump on every month but it's good to have you back man a long-term friend of the channel and um yeah, good to see you yeah thanks for having me ben it was uh good to catch up with you at the crypto event in uh queensland it was pretty pumping for australia crypto so yeah, yeah it was no. a nice vibe no it's good man and um mining is obviously one of the consistent questions we get from a lot of our members and our followers and uh you know when we sort of discuss it on the on the gold coast it'd be good to give a bit more of a deeper mining update which is obviously uh, what you and the team do, does it's not really our core um you know area of expertise so i thought we, if we could do a monthly update it'll give a lot of our listeners a good overview of what's going on um and yeah i think there's some sort of key points you want to chat on today so i'm going to hand over the mic to you mate and let's get into it <laughs> absolutely yeah i mean I, like a lot of people trade cryptocurrency these days and a lot of your members if not all of them are, are trading and i think as you said it's the one thing that people probably don't pay enough attention to is what's actually happening in the mining market um, even if you're not a miner yourself, it's still really important to understand, you know, what affects mining results and, and how that affects the market. So, um, yeah, I'll go through a couple of things today. I mean, obviously, um, I found cryptocurrency through mining. If any, any of your members didn't know that, um, you know, when I was younger, built my own computers um, during high school and kind of through online platforms, learn about Bitcoin mining. You could do it on your, your computer at the time. Um, and yeah, ever since then, it's become pretty much the fundamental part of, of my strategy. Uh, of course, I do trade, um, trade cryptocurrencies, I trade, uh, I do DeFi, I engage in NFT as well. Um, but, you know, the mining part is kind of the, the core of it. So, I mean, in um, today's episode, there's a couple of things that I want to cover off for your audience. And that uh, starts at looking into what our Bitcoin mining strategy actually is. Um, we'll then jump in and get a bit of an understanding of the crypto mining cycle. Um, and then we'll jump into a bit of a deep dive uh, where, where we're up to in that cycle now. And we'll finish off with um, what hardware is available and, and what the supply market actually looks at like out there at the moment. Awesome, man. Sounds good. I'll jump into it after a bit of a drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, basically the Bitcoin mining strategy that we follow, I'll share my uh, screen and I wanted to get this um done up by our developers but uh they were away over the weekend that's not a problem i've just put it on a quick little uh lucid chart just let me know when you can see the screen ben um but basically there's kind of four uh major elements um that we focus on with our mining strategy and, and reasons why we actually do mine bitcoin uh, and that's it's a long-term income um it's a passive income it's highly scalable and it actually forces you to achieve what we call a DCA or dollar cost average strategy. And I know you teach your members about that in, in their trading skills, Ben. Um, it's really a fundamental part of trading and probably the best way you can give yourself an edge um, when, you're, when you're developing a portfolio. So what I mean by a, a long term income, when you purchase a Bitcoin miner or multiple Bitcoin miners, you are basically um, are purchasing something that's going to be mining Bitcoin for around four or five years. 
Um, it can be more, um, the hardware probably would last longer, um, but by around four years, it'll probably be outcompeted and you'll need to upgrade to new hardware. Um, so basically by purchasing Bitcoin miners, which are mining Bitcoin every single day, you're forcing yourself to be in the cryptocurrency market for an extended period of time. Um, probably the number one reason why we see investors lose and particularly novice investors lose in the cryptocurrency market is because they get sucked in when it's all over the news and Bitcoin's at all time high. Um, they want to make a quick dollar and then of course it crashes down and for the next year or two, they're either holding on to losses um, or they sell out at the bottom and, and basically take a big loss um, on their portfolios. So that's the one reason why we always push our members to get into the mining side first. It gives you that um, prolonged um, entry into the, the market. Uh, the other reason is it's incredibly passive. Um, pretty much we have hosting facilities all around the world uh, with very uh, you know um, competitive power prices. Uh, so you don't even need to buy the miners, set up a mining room, um, you know, increase your power usage, everything like that. Uh, you can actually have them hosted at our facilities. You don't even have to worry about it. You can just watch them uh, mining Bitcoin into your wallet on a daily basis. So it's really important. Um, too many people kind of get really hands on with their investments and spend too much time in it, probably over trade or get, get frustrated. Um, Bitcoin mining is a very passive way to attack the market. Um, the third point there, highly scalable. Um, you could start with one miner, which can be between $5,000 and $20,000, depending where we're up to in the market. And you could scale that out to a $50, $500 million investment. Um, if it's really something that you're finding a lot of value in, you can constantly just keep adding to your mining farm and in a passive way. Uh, it shouldn't increase your level of management and time that you need to spend on the investment. And awesome. finally, probably the most important point, uh, did you have a point there, Ben? Or? No, I was just going to ask, uh, well, in terms of the hardware needed, I mean, back in the day, you probably didn't need to go out and buy the actual hardware. You could do it through your laptop or your computer. What's sort of the hardware required now that we're sort of progressing, you know, a few years on into sort of the Bitcoin life cycle? Yeah, great question. I mean, back back in the day, as you said, when I was first getting into mining, it was on a computer like I'm using right now. You know, you just have a graphics card in the CPU um, and you probably com pretty competitively um, mining Bitcoin. We then saw things advance from there um, and we and we basically saw a release of what we call an ASIC miner, um, which is a, a, a computer specifically built to, to mining cryptocurrency. Um, back when you're probably talking and you first heard of them, maybe in 2017, they were the the power um, the output um, is measured in terahashes, and they were hashing I reckon around you know 14 to 30 terahashes, and that's increased over the years. And now we're looking at the top of the the um, the food chain, I suppose, line model um, is around 200 terahashes, um, and the standard model, um, which is around two years old now, is 100 terahashes. Um, so that's kind of, you know, the difference in, in hardware. Honestly, I don't really see the hardware getting too much, um, you know, accelerated over the coming years. Um, already, in, in order to increase from 100 terahash miner to 200 terahash miner, it's using pretty much double the amount of power. So they're not really getting a lot more efficient. They're just kind of a, a bigger and juicier model at the moment. Awesome, man. Sounds good. Um, yeah, so back I mean, to the final part of the strategy, which is that DCA strategy. When you buy a crypto miner, 
Um, you know, you make an investment, it might be $5,000 into a piece of hardware. Um, and then every single day until that miner dies or you, or you sell that miner, you're picking up Bitcoin at different prices. So if you had bought one back at the top of the bull market when Bitcoin is 60,000, um, you'd be mining Bitcoin at 60,000. As it drops down, you'd be mining some Bitcoin at 40, 30, 20,000. Um, you're picking up Bitcoin at different prices and forcing yourself to kind of DCA into the market. Um, as opposed to if you had have just bought six, uh, Bitcoin at $60,000, and then Bitcoin's price starts coming down heavily, um, you're just holding on to a, a bit of a loss there. So that's probably my favorite point, and that's why I've stuck to the mining, just constantly expanding out the size of the mining farm. Um, and that gives the audience a little bit of understanding of you know, why we mine Bitcoin, um, and that might interest them into getting into it themselves. Awesome, man. And just quickly, Will, um, if you could touch on like, I know one of the, the common questions I guess I hear from people mining Bitcoin Australia is around energy prices. When looking at like a normal dollar cost averaging strategy, if we'll just say go buy an FTX or CoinSpot or whatever versus the mining strategy, what do you tend to be like your sort of response to that question, particularly let's say in Australia where our audience is predominantly based? Yeah, 100%. Um, so basically with energy prices, and as we know around the world, they're absolutely skyrocketing. There's a lot that we have done in order to kind of mitigate ourselves away from surges in energy prices. Uh, a lot of our facilities are run off hydroelectricity. Um, so they're renewable um, and we're not as affected by the kind of on-grid market rate. Um, that's not to say that prices in energy can't increase. Um, little things such as the US dollar soaring in value and we pay our energy bills in US dollars have made it a little bit more expensive for miners, but only by about half a cent. Um, and our electrical rate is between 12 and 13 cents now. So for anyone that kind of is aware of what the electrical rate is in Australia, you're looking at maybe 20 to 30 cents, maybe even more depending on where you are. Um, it's not exactly feasible to mine at, at a, a scalable level um, or even really mine for profit in Australia. And that's why we set up these facilities. So I guess we've mitigated that risk. We've done the research. We've you know put a lot of time into thinking where we place our facilities and make sure it's going to be stable over that lifetime of, of the miner. Um, and I suppose that's why a lot of our, our members choose to go with our hosting facilities. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Cool. For sure. Um, so I guess the next bit that we'll, we'll jump into now that we get a bit of an understanding of um, the, the, the strategy that we're following is understanding the crypto mining cycle. Um, so you probably don't need a share screen anymore. I'll just keep my notes up here. Um, but it really revolves around that Bitcoin halvening. Um, so a lot of people and your audience, I know you've talked about it, Ben, uh, you've explained that basically every four years, the amount of reward that a Bitcoin miner get uh, actually halves. Okay. Um, so at the moment, sitting around the 6.5 or so um, per block um, and every four years, um, that's going to halve. And that basically reduces the amount of new Bitcoin um, that's coming into the market. Uh, and as, what we tend to see as a result of that is Bitcoin's price tends to have these massive bull runs. Um, so for me, even if I wasn't a miner and I'm just a trader, I'm always looking at Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency market on those four year cycles. Um, and it's really important to understand those when you're getting into mining. Um, pretty much the best time to buy hardware is actually when the daily return of a miner is low and that's in a market right like right now um, i mean at the moment 
We've got the network hash rate, and we're going to look at the network hash rate chart in just a moment. Um, is at all time highs, but Bitcoin's price relatively is kind of at all time lows. So you've got a highly competitive market for mining, but the value of the Bitcoin that you're mining is not as high. And that's leaving our daily return at a kind of the four to five dollars, which is actually pretty good considering that drastic kind of um, you know, discrepancy um, between network hash rate and, and Bitcoin's price. So what that means is right now, if you're looking to get into mining, you're able to actually buy hardware at some of the cheapest prices available um, ever. Um, at the top of the Bitcoin um, cycle where we had, you know, just recently last year, Bitcoin trading at around $60,000, you were paying around $20,000 just to buy one S19 Pro, which is 110 terahashes. Right now you can buy that exact same miner for $5,000. Right. So the question you want to ask yourself is, would have I, can I mine $15,000 of Bitcoin up at that bull run? It doesn't matter that you're getting $30 per day. You want to actually reduce that cost of hardware, mine on it for as long as possible, and then sell your Bitcoin once you get that massive um, surge in price. And maybe even sell your hardware when you've got those people who are, you know, you don't want to prey on people making bad decisions, but you're definitely getting people that are just wanting to buy anything on the market. Um, and you can obviously offload your hardware at that time, wait for the prices to come back down and then kind of re-enter the market. So that's kind of the strategy that we follow. Um, we don't expect people to understand it straight away. And that's probably the biggest reason why we offer a free 30 minute consultation for anyone looking to get into cryptocurrency mining. Um, we wanna make sure that you understand these principles that it is actually the right investment for you before you get into it. And Ben, I'll provide your audience um, with a link there so we know they're coming from the collective shift. Uh, and we can help them out and make sure they're educated before entering. Awesome, man. No, that sounds great. And I think just even from a dollar cost averaging strategy, like you said, like, you know, whether you be mining crypto or buying, you know, now's the time to buy and be selling at the top, right? Not vice versa. Uh, easier said than mm -hmm. done. But um, yeah, it's pretty stock standard. If you're able to mine, you know, that Bitcoin a little bit cheaper, um, heading into the next, you know, halving to two years out, yeah, hopefully going to be set up pretty well. 100%. And yeah, it's, it's so important. Like people get a little bit too sucked in, I think, um, you know, by all the FOMO and the rest of it. Um, but I'll just quickly show you this chart uh, just to show you, you know, how, you know, clear it is that the, the you know, institutional investors or the big capital investors um, follow this strategy that I'm talking about. So you can see in the black, you basically got Bitcoin's price. Um, and after the 27 crash, um, you can see in the blue, you've got the network hash rate, right? Uh, and the network hash rate soars on and on and on and on, even when Bitcoin's price is going down. And for that's, that's for that exact reason that I'm talking about. These guys are buying as much hardware as cheap as possible price and then mining Bitcoin. Yes, whilst it's at a low price and their daily returns are low, but as that bull market comes through, as you can see in black and around the 2020, they've been mining for a good two years, accumulating all this Bitcoin. As the prices pump through, they're then offloading that, selling it off, and obviously making huge, in hindsight, daily returns, right? Because they sold it at the right price. We're seeing the exact same thing happen right now. Bitcoin's price is dumping, hardware prices are at all time low, but the network hash rate is pumping up and up and up and up because these institutional investors know how to play the market. They're buying hardware at ridiculously cheap prices, mining that Bitcoin today and looking to sell it on the next run. Um, so yeah, really good charts to understand uh, network hash rate is something that, you know, you'd want to be constantly looking at even as a trader. 
um, you know, once you kind of um, see the, the prices come up, um, it'll more than likely because we're en entering into that two year, uh, sorry, four year, end of four year cycle where Bitcoin halves and the prices will, will take that run. And Will, do you want to just quickly explain for some of our newer um, investors, like what the network hash rate is like around this, you know, security of the network? Do you want to just sort of explain how that actually works? Yeah, absolutely. I love, um, you know, sometimes when you've been in the industry for ages, you, you take things that are given, <laughs> yeah. so please do jump in. Yeah, pro prompt me if there's something you want me to explain. But uh, yeah, basically the network hash rate is, it's the total number of Terra hashes that are online and competing to mine the next block on, on the Bitcoin blockchain, okay? Um, so when things first started out, obviously the network hash rate was ridiculously low. Uh, if I go back here, there was only 47 um, Terra hash on it before 2012. Today, that's the equivalent of one old generation miner, right? Um, so, you know, the, the, old, the old computers that we were mining on weren't as powerful and there was nowhere near as many people on the network. Uh, as you get into that kind of 2017 and Bitcoin's price soars to incredibly high um, re record high prices and the, and, and the amount of the value of the Bitcoin that you're getting rewarded as a miner increases, everyone's eyes, you know, peak, peak up and they want to get more hardware on, onto the network. So we start getting into around that kind of 28,000 hash rate where companies are actually producing these um, specifically built computers to mine uh, Bitcoin. Now we're at that kind of 250 million exahash, which is just, you know, it's, it's a crazy amount of um, miners that are on the market now, but obviously Bitcoin's price uh, compensates for that. Okay. And just the final point on network hash rate, the thing to understand is obviously um, if there's only one miner on the market, they would be getting every single block and they would be getting 6.25 um, Bitcoin for every single block that they're, they're, they're getting. Um, obviously, when you um, buy one miner, you might ask yourself, how am I ever going to win a block? Um, but what actually happens is you join a mining pool, um, like F2 pool or um, slush pool, there's a whole heap of them, Binance pool, and you basically contribute your network, your hash rate to that pool. And every time that pool wins a block, you get the equivalent reward of how much percentage of hash rate you're contributing to that pool. Okay, so you're actually able to get very consistent mining returns on, on a daily basis. So you can, from probability of how many blocks that pool's winning, you can calculate, uh, I'm probably going to be making between five and ten dollars in this market. Or, you know, if we get into a bull market, it might be twenty to thirty dollars per day. Yeah, makes sense. Cool, man. Thank you. No, not a problem at all. So can um, take the screen share off um, again there and then I suppose the, um, for the the final point that we'll go into is just basically understanding um, you know the market in terms of uh, hardware and what's available what models are available um, so pretty much uh, at the moment uh, as I said the standard s19 pro which anyone that's heard a little bit a bit about mining uh, would understand it comes from the bitmain manufacturer which is probably the top manufacturer out there at the moment um, that was uh, you know selling at around twenty thousand dollars and they were really really hard to get in the bull market um, that's obviously come down to five thousand um, ish dollars per, per miner and we do have supply of those uh, miners for people that are looking to get set up um, it is getting harder to get a hold, of, a hold of any mining supply. So 
Um, you know, over the past three or four months, it's been quite easy with people not being so confident on, on jumping in the market while things are plummeting. But we're starting to see things kind of level out now and we're getting bigger kind of orders coming in and people looking to expand and it is getting harder to get that supply. So we're probably expecting the price of the hardware to come up a bit as well as the availability um, to go down a bit, a bit more. Um, but in saying that, there is um, a big, big institution at the moment that's going through a bit of financial hardship, obviously expanded a little bit too hard during the, the bull market. Um, and the company is called Core Scientific, if people want to Google it and look at what's going on there. Um, and it looks like they may be facing bankruptcy. What that generally means is you know, suppliers like ourselves um, will be contacted and asked if we want to purchase the miners because they'll get put into administration um, and we may be able to get our hands on some more supply. I highly doubt it would be below the $5,000 price anyway. We're pretty close to like manufacturer's price at the moment for these miners, um, but it could mean that there is some supply and the price may stay at this price for a little bit longer. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully today was a, a nice educational piece for everyone. Um, you know, if you're interested in Bitcoin mining, I'm going to provide Ben that link. Um, you guys can book a free 30 minute consultation. Um, there's no obligation there. You don't have to feel like you know, you're going to have to buy miners even if you're just interested in finding out if this could be an investment for you. Um, that's what we're basically here for. Awesome, man. And I think that was a good little basic session, but moving forward, we're going to do these uh, monthly mining updates uh, Yeah, at the end of each month, the start of each month, so we can go a little bit deeper. And if anyone's got any questions, feel free to uh, ping us a question or drop a comment in the YouTube comments below, or members just ping it through to us, and um, we can ask Will or the team next time. Uh, but thanks yeah, for coming on, man. Absolutely. I really enjoyed it. It's good. No, not a problem at all, Ben. Thanks for having me. And yeah, as you said, obviously, um, first session we can just refer people back to um, if they want understanding. And then future sessions we'll be really jumping into network hash rate, um, difficulty charts, uh, mining strategies, and all the rest of it. So thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to the next one. Thanks, mate. See ya.